Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today in Business from Wired. Uber's now a food delivery company, and it's still losing money. The pandemic has slashed demand for rides and boosted orders for Uber Eats. Neither segment is profitable. By Arian Marshall. Since a company called Uber Cab took to the streets of San Francisco almost a decade ago, Uber has been many things. An app-powered black car service for self-described ballers, a slayer of taxi companies, a scandal-ridden stand-in for Silicon Valley Hills, a vehicle to transfer VC-funded joyrides to the masses. When it announced its second-quarter earnings on Thursday, it became clear that the ride-hail company isn't quite a ride-hail company anymore. Uber's a delivery service now, and one that's still losing plenty of dough. Amid a pandemic that's kept workplaces, restaurants, and bars closed and potential riders housebound, the company's classic rides business cratered, with total bookings dropping by 75% year-over-year. But eaters the world over turned to food and food delivery while stuck inside. For the first time, the company's delivery segment generated more in bookings than its ride segment. More than double, in fact. Eats's bookings grew 112% year-over-year. CEO Dara Kojashahi noted on a call with investors Thursday that delivery is now the size of Uber's rides business when he joined the company in 2017. We've essentially built a second Uber in under three years, he said. In all, the company posted a $1.8 billion loss between the beginning of April and the end of June. Uber stock fell 2.5% in after-hours trading Thursday evening, leaving its shares 25% below their May 2019 IPO price. The company still has not made money off the food delivery sector, where DoorDash, Just Eat, Deliveroo, and Zomato are jostling for global supremacy. Uber's delivery section ultimately lost $232 million last quarter. The company backed off a potential acquisition of the U.S. company Grubhub in the spring. But last month, it agreed to acquire Postmates, which gives it better reach in Los Angeles and the southwestern U.S. Kozra Shahi said the company's delivery business was buoyed by larger orders from small and medium-sized restaurants, which tend to pay bigger commissions than national brands like McDonald's and Starbucks. He said he was optimistic about the industry's long-term plans. Pure play delivery companies can and will be profitable, he said, even though none are yet. Uber has bigger plans for the delivery space. Last year, it acquired a majority stake in Corner Shop, 
an Instacart rival that delivers groceries, mostly in Latin America. Now some Central and South American and Canadian customers can order on-demand groceries through the Uber app. During the pandemic, Uber launched an experiment called Uber Connect, which lets customers in 170 cities send small packages to others via car. The company says Connect has completed 3 million trips since mid-April. Still, storms continue to gather for Uber and its ilk. As Kos Rashahi and crew wrapped up their call with investors on Thursday, Uber lawyers made their first appearance in virtual court to defend themselves against a lawsuit filed by the state of California. The suit alleges that Uber and Lyft misclassified their workers and that drivers for the company should be considered employees rather than independent contractors. A loss in the case would transform Uber's business model and cost it hundreds of millions. In court on Thursday, lawyers for California said a state judge should immediately force the companies to recognize their drivers as employees. Superior Court Judge Ethan Shulman seemed skeptical of the app company's arguments, but he also said he was hesitant to force the companies to immediately change their rules. I feel a little like I'm being asked to jump into a body of water without knowing how deep it is, how cold the water is, or what's going to happen when I get in, he said. He said he would rule on the issue in a few days. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.